coach anymore, Philadelphia. That's what's going on. We don't have a coach. And you know what sucks? As I promised everyone that I would go out and get ice cream and get Haagen-Dazs. And you go to the store and they don't even have Haagen-Dazs. So you have mm. to settle for Klondikes, y'all. You got to settle for crunchy Klondikes on the way out. Uh, but Doug, um, I can't believe an owner in professional sports actually said, this coach I'm firing doesn't get to, doesn't deserve to get fired and I'm firing him anyway. Yeah. So we already know it's coming this week because, uh, well, that was one of the worst press conferences ever. There is has been no good press conference um, from, you know, leading from a bad season ever, too. So I don't know when there's ever been a good press conference out of a disastrous season, but there have been names that have been tossed around. And guys, I, I, I want your reactions. Uh, I would love to hear from you in the chat if you're with us on Periscope and live here. But um, here's what concerns me. And I tweeted this earlier, but this is the same pattern as 2016. Mm -hmm. This is firing the coach without seeing eye to eye with the GM again on personnel. You are have another catchphrase and finding a, well, I mean, it's not the, no one's going to go crazy as crazy as the emotional intelligence because we were really fired up about Chip Kelly. And then, but you have the, the problem pointed out and telling everybody. And now the problem pointed out in this one where you're saying, we need a coach uh, uh, that can coach the coaches, essentially, a leader of coaches as well. You know, so let's go fix the problem that we all deem is, is what's wrong with this team is, yep, it's his inability to coach the coaches. And that's why we're having issues. You're going to interview Deuce Staley again. Um, and um, it's 2016, boys. How do you feel about it? Because it's the same playbook. It's the same damn playbook. I mean, me and Gary talked about this this morning, Kyle. This is exactly what Howie Roseman has done since Andy Reid and Joe Banner has left. How does no one else see this? It continues to happen. They probably fired the wrong guy again, right? Probably. I mean, but if it was 2016, at least we'd be out of this hellhole pandemic. And I mean, if we're trying to like, I'm trying to stay uh, positive, if you don't mind. Um, well, yeah. Probably not a lot of positives out there right now. Yeah. yeah. Reaction. I'm not as disappointed in the firing of Doug Peterson as a lot are. I think now I think it was should have been two guys that got fired, him and Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman right. still being there, still being the GM, still seeing how much power he has. I think he hypnotized Jeffrey Lurie because mm -hmm. I think Dave Zangaro, uh, someone else um, brought just facts. I think Rob Monty brought some facts being like, hey, you don't have any, you have one pro bowler. Les Bowen. Wow. Les Bowen. <laughs> and, and, and Lurie just danced around the question. It, it was it was a I finally figured out who was coaching Carson on how to give it how to give answers in a press conference. Good God. You got strategy, nothing yeah. out of that. No. I turned it off. I texted all of you. I was like, I turned it off. Like this is it was a waste of my time to listen to it. He he um has there ever been a billionaire that sounds more out of touch than today? Like that was just how out of touch a billionaire is with the fan base that actually cares. Like this is the first time I'm looking hold at on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there, is there a billionaire that's ever been in touch? I mean, I would like to meet billionaire. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I think if you Elon look, Musk kind of straddles the line a little bit. I, I look guess. up the turnpike to uh, the new the new management in New York. But he's 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 a man I, of the people yeah, right now. First of all, yeah, ouch. Uh, <laughs> second of all, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's um, the emotional intelligence. Mike from KOP said it. Absolutely zero. No emotional intelligence this time. That's 
it's funny because he talked he talked himself into a corner last time around. And I, I can't I need to get this off my chest. If it's Mike Kafka, I can't do it. Like I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it, Mike Kafka. I don't know what I'll be, Kyle. I'll still root for the team, but I'm gonna hate watch them. From it's gonna be like time. it's gonna be like my wife divorces me and starts doing porn. I'm gonna hate watch all of it. Oh I'm gonna be like God. fuck. <laughs> Like this sucks. <laughs> I don't know how you can look at that. You can look at that press conference and be like, "We have a strategy for the future. The future looks bright. Looks awful." Uh, the, the best thing that happened, if you're Nate Sudfeld, you might as well be dancing in the streets right now because that's the only good thing. That's the only winner out of this whole press conference. You take that clip and you send that to 31 other GMs, and you say, "Hey, listen, my boy's got a good deep ball. Also, the best uh, completion percentage in his first start ever, which I never even knew. He, I feel like he pulled that out of his ass." Sudfeld to Indy. Yeah, like Sudfeld stats from I think somebody pointed it out too. What is that three year, three years ago or whatever it was? Like unbelievable that that is what you have to stretch to to go and defend Howie Roseman. And like again, this is an apples to apples thing. Where if you're expecting Doug Peterson down the road, and God, Gary, it's almost like a it's it almost frightened me that he used the term the same term that Howie Roseman said when he was identifying Wentz over Deshaun Watson and all these other people like, oh, we've looked ahead, you know, and Doug Peterson just isn't it. And now we're going to go into this space where you're right. I mean, if your first announcement after a, a firing is Mike Kafka, that means something else is entirely going on. And that's the name you shouldn't hear because that's the other part of this. That's, Exactly like 2016, we didn't expect Doug Peterson's name to be involved in anything, but it was one of the first that we heard. Doug Peterson's name came out in the first coaching search, and I said the exact same thing. I'd be out. So yep. obviously my future, my, I, I, I claim I'll be out very easily. I'm a very emotional fan. Um, but what was, the, what was the source that came out with Kafka? Because I haven't seen it. I know you've referenced it. What did Sorry, you see? No, for those that don't know, Ian Rappaport, like – Maybe five minutes after it was official that, that the Doug was done, that was like, boom, you're going to hear this name probably. And I go, oh, no, that's that's like almost too fast lightning speeds because Doug Peterson's name came up relatively quickly around the Chip Kelly firing, too. So everybody's going, well, you know, and by the way, there's no coach that survived 2016. Now they're all been fired and moved on. So what do we know ultimately? But like, I, I'm perplexed at that name being there on to deuce and like everybody's suggesting they already know who they want. They just have to put up this front and do this thing. But I rather have deuce than Kafka. I, 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 either one I'm out. How about that? Like, I I, I can't do Mike Kafka. Like this is literally, you're right. It's a, it's a turning back of the clock. Let's, let's go get this. Like somewhat known, unknown commodity from Andy's tree. Andy Reed. They should have never fired him. If they, if there was, if this was the outcome of this, they should have just never fired him. If they care this much about this guy's opinion, why'd you fire him? Does that mean they don't think they can get Eric Bieniemy then? Oh, there's no why would he want to come here? Well, sure, you're not wrong, but I'm just saying, like the fact that we're we're going, we're 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 looking at the hottest girl at the party, and we're saying we have no fucking chance. So let's go to the second, maybe third, maybe fourth, maybe the troll sitting in the corner. That's it's not a bad strategy, go. actually. It's really not a bad strategy in terms of picking up chicks, but or uh, running backs or wide receivers too. By the way, yeah, that's true. <laughs> good, good point. So let's go to the back first. Yeah, it's just like uh, uh, that's that's where um, I'm terrified because. 
I do agree with everybody else. This is not a good franchise. This is not a good precedent for anybody good. Mm-mm. It's the same thing with the medical staff. Like, hey, come repair this. We're not touching that. Like, you guys screw that up. I, I'm not. And it would be a. I think McLean actually pointed this out too. This would be an amazing time to pivot and and clear house and just start over again. But no, I fully agree with that because I I don't understand. I think uh, I think Kyle's right. There's a spell. Howie has a spell over over Lori because that was pathetic. He basically was like, "No, Howie's done a very good job." So like, there's facts. The the beat reporters did such a good job today of pressing him, mm-hmm. and it was a masterclass on how not to answer a tough question. It was it was perfect. It was reminiscent of a Game Seven Islanders win, but like <laughs> just just knowing how to do something. But it was I, I'm I could not get over the fact that this guy was like, "I'm going to give you nothing." You're going to take it and like, uh, yeah, and now we're all upset about it. And what's going to happen is everyone's sitting here saying, you know, Dabble or uh, Joe Brady or Eric Bianchi not happening. No one's going to come here because the first thing that came out from Doug was I was, or not the first thing that came out from Doug, but one of the leaked uh, themes of the of the of the interview was I'm sick of being told what to do, (laughs) and obviously. They just want to bring another guy in who's going to be told what to do. That's why Kafka makes so much sense. He's coming off at four to one right now. He's the favorite in the clubhouse to be the head coach. He's four Jesus. to one. It's a joke. The enemy's also four to one. So I, I, it's obvious that they're looking at Kansas City. So you're Who's not going to get a head there? coach until they're done. It's Biamini and and Kafka are both four Arthur to one right now. And then right after that, it's Arthur Smith at five to one. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, five to one, and and Brian Dabo at nine to two. That's what people are, and Lincoln Riley eleven to two. Yeah, like like they are. I I am still completely convinced that it has to be someone from the college ranks again, because there isn't there isn't going to be someone that's wanted. There's why would Joe Brady want to potentially screw up his career at 31 is the other, you know, side to that coin, too, which I'm starting to talk myself out of. But like I, I who who is gettable? Because I'm not, I don't, I don't think those are gettable. I don't care what Ve- Vegas odds are not predictors. They're I, just I there to make us bet. I know who's the most believe that there is a cocky mentality about these guys. That they are football guys. That a lot of them come through the ranks and 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 they they started at the bottom and they've worked all the way up. So I do think there is a cocky mentality that goes through it. That like, all right, I hear all these things coming out, but that won't change. I'm a fucking badass. I command the room. Like. I can go in there and fix this. So I do think if you want to play into that a little bit, which I think Deuce would be great. And then everything, I read a couple of things on Eric Bieniemy, and supposedly he's like, he's like just known to just command respect. So if I wouldn't come in, you know, it's like owning a business coming in two to one and there's three people that own a business and, and two people will always be step by step. And the one person will either fall in line or you'll always be outvoted. So it's like, that's tough, but I do think there is a cocky mentality to people that say, like, I can make this happen. I can make this work. I can change it. So maybe. I don't know what Joe Brady's like, but. <laughs> I think they'll, I think they'll be a very int- – when we get the hire, I think we'll know who they're leaning towards for quarterback right now because he actually left that a little bit open-ended. He he did claim that he wants Carson Wentz winning Lombardi's for Philadelphia, but he called him an asset, and then, you know, he kind of danced around it, but like, there was really no inkling of how they would rather do it. Um. But if it's if it's um if it's Lincoln Riley and I know I think that's a long shot and although I mean if you really think it's know, man. like <laughs> if it's Lincoln Riley then it's clearly that they're going to go with the Jalen Hurts direction right you wouldn't bring I, him like, in and not go with Hurts here's what I know 
there's no way that Tim McManus brings up Lincoln Riley in the relationship without at least a possibility of a conversation of that happening. So that's a name that's been floating around Eagles Twitter in our mouths for for a, a long time now, especially like it's hard not to connect that way. This is part, I think this is also part of like the, do you guys know the climate of, of what, it's kind of a silly question because we don't know, but the climate of college football has, has changed a little. Mm-hmm. Does the coaching start to change as well? And they start to see that like, hey, wait a minute, all these guys are running the spread and I can make even more money. And look what John Gruden did. And he's turned around. If Urban Meyer gets paid, well, I, I don't need $12 million, but I'll take eight and I'll go and do the same thing. If we're just running my, like Cliff Kingsbury, same thing. Doesn't even matter if you have that much success. It's just the NFL is now looking for either Sean McVay or people that run the spread. I don't think the Eagles are going to divert from that. And it's very clear that Jeffrey Lurie is going to pick an offensive guy. I think we so. talked about that when we did the quarterback switch, saying that eventually, if you're an NFL team, you're going to have to adapt to what the college game is going to give you. If the college game is going to produce spread quarterbacks and spread wide receivers that are, are used to you know running and getting into a soft zone and opening up, and then you take your shots down the field. Eventually, you're going to have to adapt. So, yes, I think the coaches' the personnel almost dictates that. Right. So you and the coaches are eventually going to be like, wait a second, I can go control a player for more than four years if he fits my system so perfectly. And then the enamorate, the, he, he doubled down on today saying, I want an innovative offense. So if you're reading the tea leaves there, that would say, I'm really interested in Lincoln Riley because that's an innovative offense. I'll let Chip Kelly, the, the highest scoring college team right now. I, I'm sure Alabama's higher, but over the last few years, Lincoln wow, Riley, wait, wait, my how do my ears deceive me, or is is Coach Gary actually giving someone in the Big Twelve credit right now? <laughs> I mean, he puts up offense. You can't, you can't. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I just figured your Harbaugh would come out of you eventually, and they would grow and you know something out of your fans. Oh, please, oh, let me tell you right now, great. if there was yeah. a leader in the clubhouse, it's Jim Harbaugh for the coach here. <laughs> I mean, come on, you want someone to coach Carson Hart? He's the man to do it. Kyle, is there anybody worse than Jim Harbaugh as a hire that you could think of right now? Mike Kafka. Kafka or Harbaugh? What do you think? I go Harbaugh uh, at that point. Yeah, I go, I go Kafka. Just for I, the show. The show would be good. It would be good for us. Right. So if you want that's, to selfishly think that, that's yep. fine. That's, a, that's no, exactly a second. it. I, let me, let, let's, I'm not going to tout his offensive prowess at Michigan because there's really nothing to tout. Oh, my God. He's actually going to entertain this. Okay, go ahead. No, but I'm saying, I mean, he came into the NFL and what, it took him two years to get to a Super Bowl? He has whispered to quarterbacks, but he also wears out his welcome. Think, with yeah, he's, he's an abrasive guy. He's, yeah. He wouldn't work with pros, but. Where's khaki I mean, pants, guys? Sorry. Automatic out. I wear khaki pants every day. What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> I'm saying don't coach a football team. So Get a again, pair of Lululemons you, and this you are. Little thing of our own. <laughs> you feel, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I hope it's really not that, but um, I, I, I don't. I don't know if okay. Here's here's what I want to know next. Actually, where's Doug Peterson going? If Jeffrey Laurie outright blurts out, is like I think you could have a job this week. <laughs> That's and openly that pining for him for GM yeah. to call him and tell him, hey, I'll give him a great reference. Fantastic. Like, Does that mean go ahead, Jets and hire? I think him up? Jets or Jacksonville. I think he already has a job. I think I think all this was predicated him knowing that. Because if his agent that, says to him, he's like, "Hey, you, you, you probably don't have many offers out there." Yeah, he's probably like, "Okay, maybe we'll let Press Taylor go, and I'll hold on to my job." Or unless he's a man of principle and took a year off, I, craziness. But I think he, I think he already knows where he's going. I think he's down to between 
I think it's either Jacksonville, LA, or New York. I think those are one of the three most logical. Then what? And then Houston keeps coming up. So, yeah, I, I Houston's uh, Houston would be interesting. Uh, Justin wears khakis too. Again, don't coach football. There's nothing wrong with it. You just you can't wear khakis and coach football. That's the yes. rule. Uh, Sean um, McVay does it, dude. Um, exception to the rule. If you're a genius, Not you fair. can wear Not whatever Saturday. you want. Not on Saturday, he didn't wear khakis. He looked. He was looking good in his little sweatsuit. He had khakis on the did he? I thought he had a jumpsuit. Oh, no, a few weeks ago, he had khakis oh, okay. on. Also, this is not to be mean to Justin in Tennessee anyway, but like, yeah, no shit, you wear khakis, dude. <laughs> we all wear anybody khakis. anybody below the Mason Dixon line, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, they all wear khakis. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, where were we going with that? Oh yeah, uh, Doug. Right. Uh, the um, I. It it just seemed like a deadlock for the Jets. That's all. Like, there's if it's going to be that quickly. Yeah, but and it seems as though everyone the Jets hate it, so it must be a good move for them. Jets fans hate it. Like it's it they were they're like livid that it would even be an idea, but I think it would be a fantastic fit for them. Well, guess what, Jets? You just had fucking Adam Gase, okay? So you, you should take whatever, whatever you can get. All right. You you wanted innovation, you got Adam Gase. Sorry, it's not sexy, but you're gonna get Doug Pierce, he's your winning coach. Yeah, now you get the guy that uh, supposedly killed Carson Wentz. So congratulations yeah. to you. Um, go save, uh, Sam Donald's career. Um, yeah, and, and everything else. I mean, they they clearly chose the quarterbacks out of all of this. Uh, not a. I mean, was I'll put it this way: was the day was anything surprising to you today to learn to find out? Other than Doug probably having a job three weeks ago. <laughs> I think. I, I think Jeffrey Lurie actually answering that he is so deep into Howie Roseman, just seeing it physically and seeing it be said to you, that actually like really irked me how much Howie has some control. I mean, Howie might have a lifetime contract that we don't even know. Three to five years at least left because he's going to get another head coach out of this. It's insane. Um, You know, I had a, I had a thought on that because of we've all questioned where Jeffrey Lurie's involvement has been. And I've certainly heard some things that like you you raise your eyebrows and like he did what, but, who knows if it's actually true, but is that him trying to cover up for maybe his own mistakes and trying to protect how he was like, actually, I screwed some of this up and I'm not going to go out and say that, but that's how I read into all of the things that he was saying. You think he's more prominent in signings and draft picks than he wants to lead on? It's cl- it's clear as day that they are. You would be a fool not to think that at this point because of how things have transpired from this season, how they've handled Doug, how they've handled Chip in the past. Like, it's clear that Jeffrey, and, and just knowing that he was the one pushing for Carson Wentz, just like I'm sure he was part of the reason why they're pushing for Jalen Hurts, and that's been pretty evident uh, throughout this. So, yeah, I think Jeffrey Lurie does make a lot more decisions than we probably know, and that's part of protecting Howie from one side because Howie's getting what Jeffrey Laurie thinks is a great idea. And why would you stop that from happening? You know, and I remember talking to Dave Damashek last year about all that. Every owner pretend like the football team is a bag of Doritos. You're going to eat some of those chips. Like it's just, and you might end up eating a whole bag and not, not realize, realize that. So if Howie's doing exactly what Jeffrey Laurie wants him to do, how can you really fire Howie Roseman at that point? You know, is it is it I think this is more of the blinders and just make going this way and that way and not anticipating a lot of things. And you end up with owner demanding that they get fixed through through via Howie Roseman and not Howie Roseman the other way around. 
That's how I, I, think, I view it. I, there was a, I think it might have been Missinelli who said it today that he believes, and that this is exactly what you're saying. I just like the way he um, he articulated it was that Jeffrey Lurie has a vision and how he just does everything he can to make it come true. Yeah, perfect. So exactly. I that's think why that's he's like, on the radio and I'm not. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was a good way of of explaining it because there's no better way to keep your job than just to brown nose the, the owner, right? Because it's obviously what what's happening. And um, it's really weird that one year can take us to, I guess, two years now. But two years can take it because, what was it? When they made the trade for Golden Tate, weren't we all saying hallelujah? Wasn't that, the, wasn't that still the same time when we loved him? And it's, you know. Yeah, like, think, of it, think of it in the moment. Like, it, get, the, get, the, get the offense moving. You got to do something. You got to do something. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. And. He made that quote, I'd trade a third-round pick for a playoff win any day, and I'm like, I don't know if I'd do that. Yeah, and, and look at look at what transpired over that. So, like, right. if that's Doug's outright refusal. to be like, dude, I'm not playing him because he doesn't fit what I want him to do or whatever the freaking reason was. That's why it I, never worked. I go back to my point this morning. I, I still believe they passed on Jefferson because they don't think they could have developed him. And they're like, we don't know how to do it, Man. which is insane but to me. Why wouldn't you take the more – finished product at that point then because because i think i, I also think Lori is one of those guys who's enamored with i think he's enamored with kansas city and how everyone runs four two and they can score on any play i think he loves that idea the problem is you don't have the offensive line the quarterback or the creative coaching ability to do it like he's trying to find something that just doesn't work kansas city has a generational talent don't try and mimic that you work with what you got Neither quarterback is can hold a pube to what Patrick Mahomes is. So, like, why would we even attempt to try and mirror that? It's stupid. Have your own identity at some point. Like, this guy wants an innovative offense so badly. He's been chasing it for so long. He finally wins the Super Bowl, and then he yep. just takes all of his control away from his coach. He, I, I go back to it all the time. He was so spurned by Chip Kelly and the way he – he took his organization and turned into a little bit of a laughing stock, very big laughing stock, and now he won't relinquish the control back. He 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 had a good marriage with Andy Reid. It went really well. He finally decided it had to move on. I need to get a new sexy toy. It fucked him, and now he's like, I'm going to be in control of everything. Now he's just a controlling-ass husband all the time. No one's ever going <laughs> to love him again. Just keep want, keeps wanting flashlights. Just keeps getting a flashlight every Christmas. Yeah, it's, just like, it's like, dude, at some point you have to be like, here's the here's the checks you need. I'm going to step back and let the football people figure this out. It's hard to say he's not a football guy because he's been in football for 25 years. Do you think you'd pick something up? Obviously, I don't even know if he's – I've never seen one movie he ever produced either, so I don't know how much of a great producer he was. But at some point, you Hold just kind of like – didn't win it. I've definitely seen a movie he's produced. Hold on a second. Go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm just saying at a certain point, like this guy's got to have trust in somebody, and when he gets spurned one, he gets spurned one time in the amount of time he's been an owner that he can't ever trust again. I, I would have been okay with running it back with Doug Peterson. I'd rather have that than what we have now, Ooh, which is man. their dysfunction. The, no, well, but you had to change. I mean, I know something. Uh, we're, we're, in, we're in agreement. I would rather something change than nothing, even if it's the wrong move, because at least it moves it in a direction. They've made a choice. Like if they were to bring them back, you're not accomplishing. You're clearly not accomplishing anything. You're going to see. The same thing over again, if not worse. Carson's not going to stick around for that. That's really the reason. All of this is because they were going to lose Carson, so they chose him, right, Kyle? I mean, this is that's they chose just- Carson Wentz over over Doug Peterson, which is 
Which is QB one on uh, opening day. Listen, which is the right decision. I mean, I I was going back and thinking about this a lot. One, I can't, I can't find a time where they would pick a coach over a quarterback. You can, you can not like Carson all you want, but when you sign, when you offer the contract and he signs it, you're at least committed. You're committed to Carson through 2022. That's just the way it is. So people need to get over that because no matter what, he's either going to be on the team as a starter or a backup, and we're going to have to live it with this. This is. I don't know how many more times I need to say that, but that's what's happening. He's going to be here. So, so you're not trading him for Deshaun Watson. No. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't give if you trade again. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to send him off the trade, deep end right here. If you trade Carson Wentz, no matter what, that 34 million dollar cap hit still hits. So then you cannot absorb Deshaun Watson. It is impossible, Philadelphia. Get it out of your head. Can't yeah. happen. No, it, it, it can't. And uh, nor would Deshaun Watson want to come here yeah, because he's f- trying to go to a better who wants organization to come here in general. If I was <laughs> Devontae Smith, I might be like, I'm going back to Alabama. I'm not going there. Mike Kafka wants to be here. <laughs> yeah, he does because Mike Kafka will never get a head coaching job if it's not with the Eagles. <laughs> the last remaining memory I have of Mike Kafka is him throwing a billion interceptions against Seattle and me wanting to punch my face in in 2012. Yeah. Do I remember? Is that right? Great fourth round pick at a, was he fourth round pick at a Northwestern? What a what a what he a, looks a, like a 45 year old when he was drafted. Yeah. You know who else looked like a 45-year-old when they were drafted? Clayton Thorson, also oh, yeah. from the school of North. <laughs> no, he looked like he was 12. What am I talking about? I um, Yeah, see, and this is what I uh, – here, Lynx brings up an interesting point. Once is gone, you could hear it in Lori's voice. Now, you, re- I, you read it in text, and people just went uh, automatically, oh, Wentz is going to be here. But that's what I thought initially, too. Did you guys hear that differently? When he called him an asset? Yeah, like it was almost like a breakup letter at the end, Kyle. Like, it's like we we hope to see his full potential grow one day. You know, not not in like here. Just it was a bunch of word salad, and he's not confident that he's going to stay or go. Was was my interpretation? I I see where you're coming from, and and when he said when he was asked the question blatantly, and he said, "I don't think it's an owner's job to say whether the quarterback would be here." I. I this is just weird because you're seeing it from a lot of the insiders, and it's like since Doug Peterson got fired, Carson Wentz is more likely to come back now. So it does it, it to me. It feels like a Carson versus Doug thing. Plain yeah. Howie is okay. worm tongue from Lord of the Rings. Put that out there. Philly's eleven eighty. Howie is worm tongue from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's what I was trying to explain to you this morning. It's exactly who he is. He's worm tongue. I don't, I don't get that reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I had a hard time too, and so that's why I, I went. Uh, uh, I really appreciate him giving me the name because I couldn't come up with the name this morning. But <laughs> he's worm tongue. That's exactly correct. Rasputin was one, was an old one mm-hmm. that, that that yeah if that that helps anybody Rasputin out there. Had captivating eyes. He had a lot of women. He did he did Snake well from uh, from uh, Bear Necessities that movie. Ka. Um, <laughs> no, the Disney movie. Oh, that's his name. His name is Ka. And it's from the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. I'm wearing a Disney hat. Please don't question me on this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? Hey, um, do you think Harry Roseman stayed because of the cap? Probably because, well, uh, no, because this is his specialty: is digging out of these things. You know, like that's at least there's a. Oh, there's that's what a, I meant. Sorry, sorry. Digging out of this cap hit. Oh yeah, 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 I, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, like it, it is a. Uh, um, that's a big part of it, but honestly, I still think it's it's just with you know going with the flow of things, business as usual, and business for them, you know, is still good. It's always going to be good. 
that's really the reason why. And and honestly, because I really do believe Lori was is way more involved than we give credit for. And How plugged in do you think he is? We talking like you think he's got someone doing his Twitter burners or something like that? No, on, I uh, think I think he's making draft picks. You think he's, think he's, he's making, in, like the fan base and stuff? Like he knows what's going on on like social media and whatnot. Uh, I'm talking about a uh, uh, Lori. Uh, I don't. I don't think so at all. I don't think he. I don't think any owner really cares. I think people kind of update. You know, like, hey, here's what part of the fan base thinks, and it's clear, even by by all of this. Like, you guys have been mentioning it. The pressing of of Howie and trying to get him to answer that. That's a direct. Like, wh- that's all we want to hear is like, what is it? Can you explain in one sentence, two sentences, something that you're you're holding on to him for? And I, I think it's obviously that. Like it's he doesn't want to come out and say I made mistakes because he's trying to make sure that Howie stays front and center. Like even with the Wentz stuff, I'm not. Uh, that's not an owner's decision. Yes, it is. Everything is an owner's decision. Right. So you own the team. So yeah, you, 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 you have you, final you say. Call. You set you set the tone of the room. And I'm I'm with Gary. Like I think this is. I I think you kind of compared it to Paul Holmgren and that whole vibe when it was going on. Yeah, it's just, it's the exact reason why it's the owner and a guy that I know he can trust that will do exactly what he needs to be done. So Howie in turn is doing exactly what he's asking, and that's evident of him now controlling the field. Like, hey, you did that thing and won us the Super Bowl. Do that again. And just keep doing that. Uh, and and this is what you run into is you get uh, – there are so many beat reporters and people outside. The U, they use this term all the time. Like the Eagles are getting too smart. They're getting too cute. They do whatever. This is all a part of it. It's, it's trying to stay ahead with the analytics, with whatever they think is in their cubicle of uh, – <laughs> I don't know. Their, whatever they describe their, their – the big draft process, which hasn't worked out for them anyway. So that's why it's just a, that's why I'm sitting here rambling. Cause it's just, th- this is what they make you do. They go in full and circles and no they make everything. Yeah. There's no answers. There's no well, him, and that's what we're expecting for today. Him touting um, that he's been in an NFC championship for a quarter of the years. He's been an owner is not impressive to me. I was like, yeah. well, you made four in a row. So that's almost a quarter right there. <laughs> and and the two more is like yeah. years later. It's like that. I mean, it, the team is in shambles. The commenter's right. Team's in shambles. It's brutal. Um, but he he it was delusion today. And the worst part about it is, and I I think I've said multiple times I would fire Doug Peterson. I just think it should have been both of them gotten fi- got fired. I I'm listen. If it's not Mike Kafka, I'm going to wind up being excited about the hire. I really would. And I think Justin in Tennessee has thrown out there. Uh, Deuce being the head coach with Caldwell as the o- o- offensive coordinator, I'd actually sign up for that. Get a little diversity in the building. Get these guys checked back in and and see if we can't go for it. I actually like Jim Caldwell in general. I just like to get him in the building. I think he, I think he would be just a good fit there. I think it's just an adult in the room. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I just myself in the Deuce Staley, actually, guys. <laughs> I would, I would, I would sign up for Deuce and, and Jim Caldwell. I would. And then Gus Bradley is your defensive coordinator. Let's go. (laughs) The numbers this year, they were 23rd in attempts on rushing and top 10 in rushing yards. That's that's pretty good. They've been top 10 rushing in the last two seasons. So the numbers are there. I'm going to do it, guys. Are they really that many pieces away from being good, though, especially in the division? I don't think they are. I think that offensive line is going to be great next year. And I think what? No, so I, we talked about this, John. I don't think the offensive line is in bad shape as everyone makes it out to be. My lot of can play. What do you have? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You are going wrong, to lose, John. 
you're no. going you're losing the Jeff Saturday of this line. You think well, you're tired? Well, hold on a second. Now you, we we qualified this saying if Kelsey's not back, it's oh, a lot. Oh, oh, oh no, wait. There, there, there's more. I love Brandon Brooks to death. I think he's an incredible athlete. I have no doubt that he will be ready to play. Oh. It's got to come off at some time. Lane Johnson's ankle collapsed. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, like, so I, I get it. I get it. But you are trending towards the same four-year battle of all these injuries again. Same names, same dudes. And by the way, this time, Zach Hurst isn't going to be here. There's a bunch of other familiar faces. Aren't gonna be. I'm not saying in terms of talent or whatever, but... Yeah. <laughs> but 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 I mean, this is this is the cluster F that you're in again. So now you're kind of split into three and a half different locker rooms or whatever is going on. There's no real big unifier. So like Deuce and Caldwell are probably your best smoothing out options. Can but we, can we do but a that's Pepe not innovative? Can we do a Pepe Silvio bit with you where I just give you a whiteboard and you can draw a locker room and tell me who's Who's on what side of the locker room? Yes. I'd love yes. to see that. Let's do a who's who. Let's let's just try and map it out one night. That would be really fun. We can fun. definitely do that. No, but I, I actually I will come back to this and say I actually think the offensive line is going to be okay. I'm right there with you, Gare. Um, well, well, I think on, play, wait, I think wait, 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 and I think you have to figure out what you got in Dillard. Do we Boom. have some? Do we have Four. some? Do we have some Eddie Kratz here? Uh, break, breaking news that Lincoln Riley is is already been reached yeah, out to. Link to the link, baby. Hold mm. on. Let's go to our good friend Ed Craig. Let's. let's uh, I can't click that link on uh, on the old stream yard, so I'm sorry. Uh, I got you, John. I'm uh, my computer's I'm, I'm sorry. I have a couple computer folks that work for me here, as Dave Gettleman likes to say. <laughs> so let me see if I can't figure this out. Command C, open new tab. Hey, um, Command you think, B. You think Jeff McLean has a a fake Doug head on a spike oh. out in his backyard, and he's just waiting for Howie to put onto another <laughs> spike? And then I maybe Jeffrey Lurie one day when he sells the team will just put the third head on a spike. I think he does. Jeff came with some some fire again. Ed yeah. Kratz. Ed Kratz tweets: Eagles have already reached out to Lincoln Riley about being their next head coach. Here's more on that and some other candidates as well as what Jeffrey Lurie had to say about the search. So there's a whole article on SI about him topping the Eagles' wish list. Oh, is that aggregating just what McManus said though? Uh, I mean, that would be a lot of reading for me. I'm dyslexic and don't read quickly, well, so you're going to have to stand by for about an hour. Well, but Either way, either way, uh, um, I think that's an obvious tie. The yeah. source close to the Eagles said general manager Howie Roseman reached out to o- Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley oh. about, about being a team's next head coach on a call not long after the team parted away with Doug Peterson on Monday. So, you know, no, that's, that's it's true. on Eagles Maven, Eagles Maven FN. No, Ed, so. Ed, Ed's a Ed's a uh, very credible guy. So, okay. like, I I I Sorry buy into you, I buy into that for sure. So there you go. I mean, just in the in less than thirty five minutes since we've been talking about it, there's another Lincoln Riley bump. It I'm could, actually okay with that one too. If it's gonna be Lincoln Riley, I'm fine with it. But it also absolutely. probably means that's that's probably the end of Carson Wentz, right? We would all agree on that. I don't know. I, I mean, don't history, know. the history of his quarterbacks would show yes, but we don't know. I, well, you just said you can't get rid of him. Well, no, you, I'm just saying, like, is the that co- like you? Co- I think it's more or less saying if you were to hire Lincoln Riley, like, deductive reasoning would push you saying, hey, Jalen Hurts is the starter. 
Is that when they come back and push the just sign the check back to us, man? You can go wherever you want. Well, that's when you hire Tannenbaum to be the accounts payable yeah. guy and be like, listen, buddy, you write me a check for 20. I'm going to turn that into 40. Actually, write me yeah. a check for 25. I'll turn it into 50. You get 10 <laughs> off the top, and I'm going to put you in Indianapolis making the same amount. Mike Tannenbaum's just going to Bernie Madoff. I'm like, listen, I could put yeah. this in a return investment, a mutual fund. Listen, uh, we'll it's called a reverse you know, funnel yeah. system. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise yeah. I, I got to take the GM job in Detroit, and yeah. I got to trade for you because Howie will kill me. Uh, uh, Twenty million dollars, and then this guy below you is going to give me twenty million dollars. Yeah. It's called a reverse funnel system. Just write all a right, check to the Archdiocese of Philadelphia for twenty million dollars. You can write it off as a donation. We're all good from there. You get ten. Let's back. let's give Carson a little bit of a superlative too. I think he's most likely to fall into a pyramid scheme. Like that face looks dumb enough to be trying to sell me um, energy drink. Yes. The new energy Verve. I think it was called Verve. Yeah. The very uh the very criminally based uh energy drink, you know. <laughs> Just imagine Carson being like, yeah, it was a great game today. If you know if any of your wives are interested, I do have some Roden Field Con uh products over here to sell to you if you <laughs> are interested after the meeting. You also can also sign up to be a consultant. Yeah. Have you tried Justin from Tempo, uh, Tennessee's apple butter? It's delicious. Yeah. Uh you know, just the whole uh, I could see it. Yeah, for sure. My um, wife's driving a Kelly Honda Accord. The Kelly Hondo Court when you sell the Beauty Mart Beauty you products. See, we got a whole. Uh, give us a call. Is what we're saying. Yeah. Uh, we've got we got plenty of ideas for you. Um, I apologize. I'm exhausted. I just really wanted to like uh, get on <laughs> get on board. I'm the ice cream's not even wearing off. Like this is this eight o'clock for me is midnight. That's that's Man. what happens now. You know, it's just it's well, just I like think that. Breaking news. I think of it. Correct. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what I put up. That's what I put up with Jim. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, like I you can laugh about it all you want. Eddie, uh Eddie had some uh, breaking news for us tonight. There's so, so many Eagles blogs true. I can't keep up with them. I know. I don't know where everybody's at at any in any time anymore. There's only uh, one blog you should be reading. And that is <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> um but I, I do want to say Let's say some nice things to Doug before we uh, we head off here. And I did I did promise some tributes and treats, but like uh, as I said, I respect any man who celebrates vanilla ice cream, and I think it's uh, always needs to be in everyone's freezer. And um, like that was the coolest experience I will ever have as a sports fan. Nothing will ever be top to it, even if they win a second Super Bowl. There's nothing like the first one. I don't care if you didn't come up with the suggestion or not to have the balls to say. Yeah, fuck it. Let's run the Philly special in the Super Bowl is an all-time iconic decision and play. And everything, I'll just say that you and that team did was correct the right decision, luck, and the the from underdogs to the walking down Broad Street to podcasting to just being a part of that journey for, it just felt like everyone was attached to that team. Doug made us love it. Doug mm -hmm. Peterson made us fall in love with that team. Mm -hmm. uh, his goofy dumbass that yeah. like perceived is is totally not that. He's a really, I think he's a really smart guy. I, I, and uh, I don't know if he's a, an offense creator, but I know he is still that one of those elite play callers. And if somebody can give him a fantastic uh, ideas and collaboration, and that's what worked. You know, I, I think he can continue on um, if he just gets his own opportunity and his own shot. And congratulations on getting to the playoffs with the uh, with the Jets. That's what I'll say to Doug on my way out here. 
Go ahead, Gary. I guess my only like comment is I wish the new norm was a little bit longer. And More normal. Well, showed up. <laughs> um, I appreciated. You know what? I I can only say nice things about Doug, the, like the person, because I did enjoy Doug. I think the I think the the players wanted to play for him and all that. I never thought he was an elite offensive head coach. I never. I I'm not. Uh, an overly risky guy when it comes to making football decisions. So I, sometimes he drove me crazy with his aggressiveness. I think sometimes he was aggressive just to be aggressive, but he did give me what I would consider a, you know, a one, a best night of my life situation. So, you know, he, he delivered on what something I've always wanted. So I can't, I, I'm always going to be grateful for that, but I guess at this point I'm like, Hey man, thanks. See you later. <laughs> I'll yeah. see you at the ceremony when you're here. Yeah, that was awesome. All time getting fired, and then all time being like, "Hey, by the way, you're an Eagles Hall of Famer." So we'll see you in about ten ten years. Um, what I'm going to say is, listen, when he came in, nobody wanted him, and he won us over. Um, and I'll always be rooting for him wherever he goes. And I'm going to really miss the uh, the big balls dug in the wheelbarrow meme. Oh my god, yeah, that was the best one going that year. I can't yeah. believe if he goes that. to the Jets. Can we all just kind of still root for him? Can we? Yeah, why not? Do that? If he well, goes to Jacksonville, we can root for him too. What what, uh, what happens if like? I kind of need that to happen now because now I want to see Joe Douglas and Doug Peterson versus Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. So I also I also want to wish cool. this for Doug too because I I, I want to get to your point. I think it was Johnny Marks that said I don't know who said this today. If Doug Peterson's smart, go to Jacksonville so the media can't press you because mm-hmm. that guy cannot manage a conference. <laughs> he just can't do it. So go somewhere where they're not going to press you like crazy. Houston, L.A. because no one gives a shit about football in L.A. unless USC is good. And then uh, what was the other one? Jacksonville. Go go to one of those places and just be Doug. Be goofy. Be funny. Yeah. They'll, they'll love you for that. Be a better Doug Maroon. Be yeah. A better, yeah, which isn't hard to do. And he's uh, yeah, he's done that in spades already. Yeah, Jacksonville will work out. Mike That's K knows all about that, too. Mike K knows. Ask Mike K about Jacksonville sometime if you if you ever have him back on again. He was already tweeting about it like ten minutes after he got fired. Like we know who'd be a good candidate. I think he's a I think he's a an FBI agent for for the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. Yeah, I always call the the, the Mike K angle because he's he sets up these beautiful things. He always knows the ties between Jacksonville and Philadelphia, so he's always good for that. <laughs> At he's least a agent. Yeah, yeah, he totally is. Um, and I appreciate that. Uh, um, <laughs> Because uh, he gets uh, he gets good stories out of that all the time. So Lincoln uh, Riley are bust. Lincoln Riley are bust. Uh, <laughs> myself. We 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 uh, we thank uh, Stateside Vodka as always. Promo code Water W O O D E R Water with an uh, E R there for ten percent off of those big bottles. And boy, probably going to need a lot this off season. So you might as well stock up now and uh, do that at statesidevodka.com, Now delivering. All across Philadelphia and hopefully many, many, many more states as those guys keep chugging along as well. Um, thank you guys for hanging out um, on uh, Periscope. And we hope to be live streaming a lot throughout the, the offseason and bring some really cool new stuff for you guys and the Water Boys uh, shortly. Hey, uh, by the way, who do you guys have coming up this week? Uh, we got Jordy from Barstool to Wednesday for a Flyers preview. And then Friday, I think we got to talk to you about a Friday. Oh, guy. yes, Friday. Friday, we have some uh, potentially uh, big-time stars uh, rolling by as well. So uh, thanks, everybody, tuning in. And uh, we'll see you real soon right here with the Waterboys Podcast Network, brought to you by Last Out Media, Stateside Vodka, and those wonderful, wonderful Ken Woodbears. We'll see you guys. Mm-hmm.